0: It's good to be in God's house again tonight. I appreciate the opportunity and privilege and God's blessing. Good to see everybody that's here. Uh, thank the Lord for each one that's coming, and especially thank the Lord for our visitors. Glad to have you tonight. Glad to have all the folks that's uh, listening watching on the live stream. We appreciate you. As I was uh, praying and looking for a scripture to read tonight to open service, uh, one came back on my heart. I actually used this uh, as one of the scriptures that God gave me uh, for the funeral that I preached yesterday for Brother Clovis Shackleford. But this is in the book of 1 Timothy, uh, chapter 1, and uh, verses 14 and 15. And this is what Paul was saying to Timothy. He said, And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying. And worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. And so what a wonderful statement. He's talking about how great the Lord is coming to save sinners. But Paul said, I'm chief, talking about chief of the sinners. So he was a great man and God did great things through him. So if he felt like he was chief of sinners, then that ought to tell us that no matter who we are, what we've done, where we've been. God loves us and wants to save us and we can get saved if we'll just come when God calls us. Let's stand for just a moment and uh, we'll have a prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us be in your house tonight. Uh, Thank you for your scripture that uplifts us and tells us and encourages us and gives us information we need, God. Uh, Lord, thank you that Jesus did come. Thank you for your grace and oh, it's so abundant. And God, that Paul felt like he was chief of sinners, uh, Lord, we realize that when we think of ourselves, we kind of think of ourselves that way. But God, we know that whoever it is, that all sin and comes short of the glory of God. But God, we also know that you said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God, we know salvation's in reach of every person. It's just up to us to reach out to it. God, we pray and we ask you to bless this service, help us to have a, a time of spiritual worship. God, we ask you to bless each thing that's done and help us to follow you. We ask it in Jesus' name and amen. Amen. Eternal Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 238.
1: Page one fifty six. One fifty six.
2: this new. We ain't got no new list started yet. So, if anybody's got it on your heart, you're welcome to come up here and lead. Be willing to try. Does anybody got it? Have everybody stand your feet and ask for prayers. Prayers. Unspoken, spoken prayers.
0: Praying for folks who are sick. Got, you know, folks who are sick, you can't come. Got some that's maybe been exposed to COVID and just stayed home to be safe for other people. And uh, let's pray for all them. And uh, let's pray for this service. And uh, pray for God to speak to people's hearts. My greatest desire is to see somebody get
3: saved. Amen. So that's just
2: Other prayers? Bill
3: God heaven. Heavenly Father, it's once again that we've our hearts before God. you this evening, thanking the Lord for this us another Lord, time, another Lord, opportunity to let us gather a once more in the house worships, of prayer Jesus, that we might be able to I worship with tonight. our brothers and our sisters in the Lord. Lord. We might be able to lift aside the greatness and the Lord, and so easily beset us that we God, might pray and pray and worship thee out of the depths of our soul, Father, I have you with our hearts, with our minds. We might no, be able to help do us it. We know we, we might, can't do anything without you. Know, take to to your Holy Spirit. To you to give us utterance. Take like even to, pray to Sing. Received. Whatever that we have to do, Father, we want to take over Spirit. All God, Spirit. All God, God, if there may all be one here that's lost God, this God, season, Father, we pray for them that you might touch their hearts and their souls and convict them. God, if they might be able to rest until they make their peace, call Bless those that are sick and help in the hospital. God, I pray that you might help visit to them this evening, Heavenly Father. All right. The Holy Lord, Spirit met upon it. them, Father. May God, we to cast their cares you upon us. you help because, us. God, you care our for us. You're the ones able to help bless them. We've got great doctors, Father. We know, know you've blessed us with them, but God, I pray that they God, might just cast their cares over upon you because you're the God, Father, we ask to see these guys see him, come through them. this service. It's Father, whatever his we accomplished, pray. we'll thank you for it. So we ask it this <sighs> evening. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.
2: Appreciate that prayer. Appreciate Uncle Bill leading. Yeah. I like listening to him when he prays. he got a lot to learn there. Anybody got anything on your heart? I think we'll see Roy here tonight. Prayers went out for him. I think we'll see Doug back up again tonight. I got anything on your heart? Testimony or song?
4: Ghost,
5: there's a ghost inside of me. Now like one of those campfire stories. My father says he brings us welcome. He leads me through the darkness. He leads me through the unknown. He leads me through my troubles and trials. He leads me through the unknown.
2: Thankful for that song. Has anybody else got anything on your heart? Yeah. 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 Appreciate that. I was thinking that too. Come to church—it's about only safe or decent place. To even the world's going crazy. Yeah, Does anybody else got anything on your heart? got anything I'll turn over
0: to my pastor thank the Lord for the service for the songs uh, choir song special song opening up it's good to be here glad to have everybody cheer and uh, I didn't uh, make this prayer request earlier, but I feel like making it now. Uh, I want everybody to pray for Cherry Valley Baptist Church. That's Clofus Shackford was a pastor there down in Hampton, Ohio, and, uh, they're grieving his passing. He preached Sunday before last, and now he's gone and pray for his wife, Judy, uh, and for his family. He's got kids, in-laws, grandkids, great grandkids, really, really pray for those folks because that's. Uh, they love closest and uh, they're grieving and we really need to pray for them but uh, let's pray for this service tonight and let me ask again I appreciate Neil opening up uh, anybody have a song if you've got songs come on your heart we want you to sing it if God's give you something to sing well, by all means do that follow the Lord if you've got testimony do that You know, let the redeemed of the Lord say so uh, if God gives you something to say, you need to say it. Anybody? <clears throat> well, if not, we're going to ask these preachers. <clears throat> See who's got what on their heart over here. And uh, we appreciate our preaching, brothers. And uh got one over here and a couple over here at least. and uh, Might be some more I'm overlooking. I don't think so. But... Uh, any any of you guys got something on your heart? Whichever one of you feel like it's just come ahead. <coughs> Excuse me. Pray for Jordan. Pray for him, church.
1: You really pray for me. I've got a a big burden this morning or this evening, and I've kind of had it for a while now. And um, I tell you, it's it's for my church and. Lord, I've always had a burden for my church, but it seems like lately it's just been increased. And um, I've got some scripture I want to read, and um, they're in a couple different spots, but I want to start in Second 2 Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 6, and uh, we might go to in a couple other spots, but I really desire your prayers. I, I want to preach this just how God gave it to me, and um, if I just stand up here and say the verses, that doesn't mean much. But if you'll pray for me, I might be able to preach it. And uh, I just really, I really want to get this out the way God wants it out. So really lift me up. I I desire your prayers this evening. Um, This is in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6. Well, actually, it'll be chapter 5, verse 17, and then we're going to go into 6. But um, in verse 17 of chapter 5, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I'm glad that when God saved me, He didn't hold anything against me, Eric. He took everything. It says it took it as far as the east is from the west. I'm glad that... I, you know, I used to think I knew what a challenge was. But I can only imagine the challenge of getting rid of my sin. And God made me new. He made me whole. I mean, you think about that one verse... How much that means to become new. I was garbage, but wow, look at me now. I'm a trophy. And you say, well, preacher, you're still the same. Well, I tell you, I am the same. But what happened on the inside, that's what matters. And I got cleaned up one day. As it, as it goes on, verse 18, it says, And all things are of God who hath reconciled. And I want you to just focus on that word as I read through this. Reconciled. That's, you know, I love that. I, I, I'll read you. The definition, I think i still got it on my phone. But it says uh, ri- uh, right here. Let's see here if I, can, if I can find it. To restore to friendship or harmony. <laughs> if that ain't what God did for me when he saved me, I don't know what it was. When God saved me, He brought to me peace once again. A boy that was in turmoil, a boy that was unsatisfied, wandering in darkness, God brought harmony to my life again. So I want you to focus on that word as we read through. It says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, When God saved me, he didn't just reconcile me. But He gave me the ability through my witness to reconcile others. And I tell you what, if you focus on that tonight, God has given us an ability to help our people, to bring them back into the fold to say, Hey, get over here. I love you. I want harmony between us. I want you to have harmony with God. That's important. You listen to that this evening. God loved you enough to make you different. God loved you enough to make you a new creature. And God loved you enough to give you harmony and peace in a friendship with Christ. That's something special. That is special today. And as it goes on, it says, uh, "...to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation." Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ, Christ dead by you reconciled to God, for He hath made Him to be sin for us. And this is where it really talks about that love. He says, "For He hath made Him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him." That's special. You're talking about sacrifice. You know, the devil will use anything he can to get at us. He'll come at you and he'll, he'll try to make just a little incision. And he'll drive that wedge until it's a gaping hole. And you say, preacher, what are you talking about? If you allow yourself, you can look at the world, I mean, and it's full of trouble. And you can side one way or the other. You can dive into this or you can dive into that. And before you know it, You've allowed Satan to drive a wedge in your life that's put a void there. But I tell you what, uh, for thousands and thousands of years, there's been trouble on this earth. It started way back when Cain killed his brother Abel because he didn't like what happened to him. It goes on, it talks about how many times war had been struck. I mean, you read through this Bible enough, you'll find trouble. We are living in trouble, but I tell you what, it's always been here. It's always been here. But what our job is, not to side with the trouble, but but reconcile it. God gave us the opportunity to give harmony and reconciliation to our people. And I tell you, if we focus on the world, we'll find ourselves in a pickle. I'm telling you, boys and girls, God has given us a good life. And God has given us a love that no one else can take from us. And if you want to really show your people love, Get saved. And if you want to show your people love, live for Him. Stop wandering in the world. Stop driving a void in your life with that wedge Satan's trying to dig in there so deep. Because God wants our people to be happy. God wants our people to live in harmony. I want to read this one little scripture here. The Lord's kind of impressed me this way, but um, I guess it, it, it's, it's uh, needed. Uh, I'll see if I can find it real quick. But I tell you what, I'm glad to be here tonight and thankful for what the Lord's given us. God's always right on time and He knows exactly what we need. And this is in uh, Isaiah chapter 29, uh, verse 13. And I, I'll probably go into Isaiah 59, but it says, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people drawn near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me. And their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Now, I think most of you have heard that scripture preached on before and know what it means. Uh, so let me read this other real quick. This is uh, in Isaiah uh, 59, as I said. We'll get over here as quick as we can. This is, uh, Behold the Lord... Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. Neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. And, uh, you know, as I read that, uh, I remember I was sitting there, it was last week I read that, and it came up in our Bible study yesterday. But what I want to get at in those points is, just because you've allowed something to come between you and God, just because you may have separated yourself in a way, maybe it was in secret, maybe uh, you thought nobody had known, maybe you were out doing it blatantly, it doesn't matter what you were doing, but you can find that reconciliation. You know, I love those verses because it talks about certain things that God didn't like. Yeah. But you know what? The verses that come after are the things God is forgiven for. God's forgiven for things. And you know, I think about David. What a man. A man in Christ. But you know what? David had a lot of faults. David fell short a lot of times. You go to Moses. Moses fell short a lot of times. Abraham, Jacob, you name them. They've all had a mistake. But the thing that always stands true is God forgives them. And I'm thankful, Jeremy. God doesn't forgive like me or you. He doesn't forgive uh, just to make face. He doesn't forgive but still hold a little bit. But God forgives all the way. There's no hate. There's no resentment. God forgives and He forgets. And you know what? I believe this. God sent His Son to die for us from the foundation of the earth. And I tell you this. God forgave every action I did at the beginning I don't believe that God uh, sits there and when I act up, He goes, Well, He acted up. I believe He knew what I was going to do through my life. And He loved me enough to send His Son anyways. What reconciliation. What love. To know that I wasn't going to meet the standard naturally. God still wanted harmony in my life. He still wanted to send His Son. He still wanted to give me peace. That's awesome. That's awesome. If you can't rejoice in that, buddy, you ain't got what I've got. I tell you, when God saved me, He made me a new creature. He made me something I could not ever be without Him. You say, what was that? Loved a Christian. I tell you, God is good this evening. I I don't feel like going any further. I'd like you to get a song, though. I feel like asking the church to stand. I feel like we've got uh, some burdens in our church house that we need to be carrying. And I feel like we've got some reconciliation that needs to be done this evening. And I don't know whose heart is where and where your mind's at, but I'll tell you what, if God's giving you opportunity tonight, you need to move. You need to fix things up while you can. If that's getting saved, you need to get saved now. It says, today is the day of salvation. That's what the Bible says. Don't waste your opportunities thinking that you know better, thinking on this, thinking on that. God has done the thinking for you. He wouldn't have asked you to come now if He didn't think this was a good opportunity. Think about that. A God who knows all things, why would He ask you to come if it wasn't the right time? Why would He ask you to step out if it wasn't good for you? God does it because He loves you. I beg of you, if you need to move, I'd ask you to step out this evening. And if you need to get back in church, you need to do it too. If God's given you the opportunity to do that, move. There's no time to wait. You know, we can talk about politics. We can talk about this. We can talk about that. Those are troubling things. But I tell you what, there's nothing more important than seeing our people saved. There's nothing more important than seeing our church reach out to our folks. Thank God for that move. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get in while we can, folks. Let's get in while we can. What's to say we don't have a little bit of a revival tonight in our hearts? It's time to let the flesh be the flesh and let the Spirit do the work it needs to. Folks, we've got to do the work while we can. You know, I love the Scripture in Jeremiah where it talks about them working with one hand and a shield and the other. I tell you, we've got to be ready to fight, but when we can, when we can work, we need to work. It's time, folks.
0: I appreciate the good preaching, the good spirit, and I appreciate this good move. Kelsey, bless your heart. I want you to just say what you feel like. Um.
6: um this last year has just been very hard with yeah. my grandma passing in February and um, COVID I'm no working yeah. at the hospital. It's just very hard right now. Um, I actually called my brother a couple weeks ago. And i told him i said i can't i can't wait till church oh I said, how sweet i have to tell someone i just i'm sorry and i yeah. just want, i want to do better but i told him i said I, I never want to do anything to embarrass you or or make you feel disappointed in me and he, he said he can never be embarrassed but like He'd jordan said he's jordan said um, he said god doesn't forgive like me and you he said he'll he forgives and he, he forgets. So, um,
0: ah. Amen. Well, I'm so proud of you. And uh, well, what a great testimony! And uh, uh, right out of the depths of her heart, and uh, uh, such uh, contrition when she said, "I am sorry." Well, that's when I was uh, out of church, and not the place I needed to be. And uh, when I come and repented, I felt better. But Preacher Siegel Newport was my pastor. And uh, he said, how you feel? And I said, well, I feel better, but I still don't feel like I want to. He said, you get up and tell the church about it. He said, I think that'll change. Well, when I, when I started testifying like you just did and said some similar things to what you said, when I said I'm sorry, boy, I felt heaven move, and I could feel it move when you said that. I'll tell you what, let's do. Uh, you know, we, uh, with COVID and everything, we're not coming around, shake hands. But let's give a great applause. <laughs> Oh gosh, and we love you. We love, you. thank the Lord. And I
4: appreciate that. I, uh, got something else you I, I, I want
0: to say, I I wanna read one more
1: thing, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess so. <coughs> Follow your heart. I'm so thankful for that move. That that means a lot to me. Amen. And uh I tell you it's we've we've gotta to fight together. Every piece is needed and uh, every portion is, needs to be in place. And uh, I want to read just this little bit here real quick. But it says, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord yeah. and whose hope the Lord is. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to let our minds focus on other things. Yeah. I know for me especially, I, I focus on my job a lot. I think of the security that holds, how I can pay my bills. How I can raise a family. Without a job, there, there's a lot of things that hinder a man. And I, sometimes I get wrapped up in, uh, you know, investments and in 401Ks. And I think, well, I've got, a, I've got a plan for retirement. I have to be stable. There's people counting on me. I have to do this. And then those things lead into other areas of my life. And I keep putting aspects as a priority. By the time I realize it, I've got a priority stack over here that's this tall and somehow I forgot to put God at the top of it. God. I tell you, when, uh, when you really put your hope in the Lord though yeah. and you really picture that, all those priorities just kind of fall into place. The stack doesn't seem near as high and the evidence of frightenness and worryment kind of goes away. Because when you have your hope lined up in the Lord, everything else in life lines right up where it's supposed to. And I appreciate that move. I mean, with the Lord being your high tower, it's hard not to find refuge. And I I want to say this tonight. I I don't know if uh, we'll get another song or not, but I want to say this. Somebody here this evening has got a great opportunity to turn the tide in their life. And I don't know what your hope's in, I don't know what your ambitions are, but I want to say this. I feel like the Lord's leading me this way. God wants you to know that if you put your trust in Him, it will be fulfilled. There's no doubt in that. But if you're not going to put your trust in God, you will fail and it will hurt and it will embarrass you. And I'm telling you that from experience. But I've known that no matter what, when God is first in my life, it's always been good. So don't miss out on an opportunity to make your life better for not just today or tomorrow, but for the rest of your life. Because there's going to come people in your life that will need you to be better so that they can be better. And I always think about, you know, my brothers. My brothers were my biggest... Uh, aspiration. I, I loved them. I thought they were, the, they hung on the moon. You know, they were good people. And yeah. I didn't want to let them down. I like what Kelsey says. She goes, I didn't want to embarrass, embarrass him." Uh, I don't think that's true. But, uh, you know, I tell you, I don't want to embarrass my father, the one who gave his son for me, yeah. the one who hung the stars for me, yeah. the one who gave me breath and life. I don't want to embarrass him. Yeah. I want him to know. That what I'm doing is for Him. And that I can live a life worthy of the sacrifice. That's what my hope is. That's what it's like putting it for the Lord. So, uh, let's just sing one more verse. How about that? But I tell you folks, we've got a lot riding on our lives. We've got a lot riding. Some people like to think, well, my life doesn't matter too much. My actions don't matter too much. Well, let me tell you something. People's actions impressed me as a child. You know, if it wasn't for people teaching Sunday school, it'd been hard for me to learn about Christ. If people weren't preaching, it'd been hurt hard to hear the gospel. If there wasn't people coming to Lima Church to fill the pews, how many people would have been praying for me to get saved? Our lives are more important than you ever imagined. And if you're not feeling the greatest role God's ever put in your life, and that's helping your people, you're not fulfilling the hope of Christ. I'm telling you, folks, we've got an impression this evening. Somebody's got to move. I don't know who it is, but God has given opportunity. I tell you, Lord's given great opportunity. You know, there's a scripture, I, I won't be able to quote it just right, but it says, uh, talks about walking forward with God in confidence, and Him being the confidence. If you put your trust in Him, you can confidently navigate through life. I believe that. But I tell you, if you rely on yourself and you try to put all your confidence in the world, it's hard to walk confidently in the light. You'll find yourself walking in the darkness more times than not. And uh, I heard heard a preacher say one time, he said the only things that happen in darkness are sneaking around and stealing. If you're not working in the light, who are you stealing from? Who are you sneaking from? God's given us such a great life. And God's given us such a great opportunity to worship, to praise Him, and to help our people find Him. I ask you this evening, please step out. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your opportunity. But step forward, saying, God, here I am. I want to follow You.
0: Boy, it's good preaching. I appreciate it. And, and uh, God's blessed Brother Jordan to uh, preach a fine message, and it's been uh, to the church and the lost. And what he preached, and he explained it that way, and I think easy understood. God has such an ability and a power and a willingness to forgive. When you're lost and he calls to you, if you'll come to him, he'll forgive you of your sins. He'll wash your soul and the blood of the Lamb, make you clean and white, and set your course for heaven. And when you're saved, you're gonna to go to heaven. Now, after you get saved, as it happens sometimes, and it's happened that way in my life, I've gotten off track and haven't been following the Lord like I should. God speak to me and call to me, just like Jordan preached tonight. And, and I'd realize I need to come home. And the devil fights us on every step we make. But Jesus said this, behold, I stand at the door and knock. I remember when I was feeling that inside like God was wanting me to come to him. He said, if any man will hear my voice and open unto me, I'll come in. What's he telling us there? He's saying, I won't come in as an intruder, but if you want me, I'll come in. If you'll, by faith, if you'll just open up your heart and your life to me, I'll come in. Another place, Jesus said, come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Now, if you're a lost person, that applies to you. If you're a saved person, that applies to you. Whatever our need is when we come to God, that's just what Jordan's preached tonight. Now, I believe there's somebody here tonight can get saved. And, and if God's stirring your heart at all, and you have that long, you have that desire to get saved, maybe somebody else needs to rededicate your life and come to the Lord. I'm telling you what tonight, what a wonderful time it is to be in God's house. There's a good spirit here and a good opportunity. I believe God is calling. I believe they've got a song they're gonna sing, boy, I'm glad. I, I just, I can really feel it tonight. And I, I wanna ask you to do this personally and individually because that's, that's the way salvation is. We can't do it for you. When I was lost, nobody could do it for me. When I was out of fellowship, nobody could do that for me. I had to come as God called me. Now, the church prays, we love you. The church prays, they call on God and that's, boy, that's a help, but it comes down to a point. It's up to us to make that move. While they sing tonight, I'm going to ask you to step out and come down to the altar and pray and let's talk to God and let you get victory like Kelsey's got tonight. Come while we sing. While they sing. Please obey the Lord. Come tonight. Please come. Come on. Come.
5: The preacher. Singers
0: Obey the Lord the church
5: as we know
0: it. I know I was a little His nervous and shy I hated to step out But God helped me Even I'm before I come to all I said God Help me but we must And he did He helped me take that step out Vinci help me come even help me come to altar give me the the strength to come to altar boy when I called on him then when I called on him and I called on him and I called on him and I got saved he saved my soul the devil said you won't fit in I didn't have to fit in when God made a new creature out of me I fit right in place I didn't have to make myself fit in God put me in made a a church person out of me made a, a child of the king out of me somebody needs to come please come tonight that's good preaching good song
5: amen amen pray church somebody needs to come to Jesus
0: please come
5: rejoice your mood after you just one more soul cause if just one more soul were to walk down the
0: but you might get moved from that for yourself trouble. and for Jesus it would be worth it come
5: on every mile. oh by the lord A lifetime of labor is still worth in it all amen it yeah, amen. Just one, one more, more soul. soul. That could be you. A lifetime of labor is still worth it all if it rescues, it rescues
4: just, just one, one more, more soul.
0: soul. Wonderful song. Boy, I love that song. You I'm know,
3: person. if you got children, the only way you can raise them up right is in the Lord.
0: That's Amen. Yeah, buddy.
3: Lord bless me, you know, to have my children. And yeah. And I thank Him because they've been raised up in church. Yes, not, sir. Not nothing good i done. Awesome. That's what God put in my life. Amen. And nobody else can't help them if you can't help them. Amen. Yeah, if they don't have no confidence in you, in you as a mother or a father, they ain't going to have no confidence in nobody else, baby. Right. may not. But let them sing the last verses. Amen. Yeah, listen. See where you're at. See where your right. children's at this evening. It's
0: your move. Please take this opportunity. So Come.
5: preachers keep preaching, and singers go sing, and laymen Come. keep sharing Let's meet at the altar. that Jesus is King. The angels have gathered, they're surrounding the throne. Yes and they'll start rejoicing for just one more soul cause if just Just one more soul soul were to walk down the aisle it would be worth every trouble it would be worth every mile a lifetime of labor is still worth it all It's still It'll worth it all if it rescues just one
0: more soul. Amen. Amen. Boy, I appreciate that singing and, uh, and the testimony. Yeah. All right. Great to be here. Good service. Anything else on anybody's heart before we come to a close? Amen. What a good, good meeting tonight. It's uplifting. Whenever we follow the Lord, it helps us, but it also helps all those that love us and those around us. We're in this together. I'm glad it's like that. God helps us. Okay. Anything else tonight before we come to close? Let me remind our or ordained we'll have ordained meeting for a few minutes maybe out in the fellowship hall out there just uh, for a few minutes after we uh, close out in here and uh appreciate everybody coming and uh i suspect tonight we might just go out all right without the fellows releasing us a little at a time uh, just